Welcome to a Skin Depth Convo. I'm Anna Kagaragis. This is a show focused on educating and inspiring all those in the skincare and beauty industry. But it is also a show for those looking to improve themselves from the inside out. Now today is all about motivation, getting your business to the next level and believing in yourself. We'll be joined in a bit by Dr. Tina D. Lewis, and we'll let you know what the D stands for in a bit. She's a successful entrepreneur, global ambassador, author, and professional speaker. And once you hear our interview with Tina, you'll feel like you can take on the world. But first, two women who take on the world every day. Let's welcome in our expert hosts, part of the founders of Lyra Clinical, Metaxi Delicus and Francine Kagaragis. How's it going today, ladies? Hey, Fran, don't you motivate me every day? <laughs> Is that the word we're going to use? <laughs> yes, I motivate you. I call you and say, where are you? Come on, let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, how do you two motivate each other? What's the thing that kind of keeps you both going? I think what's really funny is that people think we just get along all the time and we kind of listen to each other and then come to a pretty much agreement on where we want to go. But she motivates me every day because no one's perfect, but we all strive to be better. And I think she gives me that opportunity to get better every day. Oh, that's nice. But the truth of the matter is we're yin and yang. Yeah. And the nice part about it is none of us know everything. Yep. None of us are know-it-alls. We have to remember every day we have to learn. And every day when we learn, we grow. And this becomes so very, very important. And the fact that we're yin and yang, I have to start looking at things at a different side to understand why Metaxia thinks that way. And then she has to understand why I think this way. And then when we get together and we put that information together, we're able to then come together with something that's a little more powerful than before. Yeah, you two work really well together, have four very strong women with great ideas, and it, that's what's led to the success of Lyra Clinical. Now, when we bring in Dr. Lewis, you know, Dr. Tina D. Lewis, she is a very inspirational woman. She's met incredible people, but obviously you two have been very inspiring for many in the skincare industry. Uh, what are some ways to help estheticians stay motivated and build their confidence as professionals? I have to say being connected. What I realized the last quarter just picking up the phone to our accounts and just saying hello with no intent of an order, no intent of anything, but just say, hey, how are you? How are you doing today? And it was really being connected. It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, but the fact that someone could actually call and you pick up the, the other side, picks up the phone, it's just a connection that is priceless. And understanding that we all go through challenges, but the way we overcome the challenges is being motivated by other people certain times of our lives. And, and I think motivation is the key to continuing the learning process and continuing being successful. And I also believe knowledge is power. And our goal in our company, what we look for is to make sure we give enough education or information. It's not even education, it's information to give a certain professional the power to be successful. And, you know, a lot of times when you take a class, there's a lot of information in a class. Sometimes you have to take it a second time because you have to comprehend all this information and then you have experience of hands-on and clinic. And then you're looking at that information in a different way. Staying connected, as Metaxia says, getting the information, staying connected and moving forward. Well, if you think about it, it's also kind of like even just reading a book. You read a book one time and then maybe you listen to an audio book, the same book on audio afterwards. 
you'll find things that you don't remember or like you'll catch things that you may not have caught before. Well, I can tell you when we do classes, every class has a different energy yeah. right off the bat. The people in the room have different experience. You begin the class, you bring that energy into the class. You're going to find some people have more experience. Some people just got out of school and that will change the energy in a class. And then you move forward with that. It is that one-on-one. -on -one, it is that connection that you have with people that help you become a little more empowered so you can be successful. But I think what motivates us, like you said, Fran, in a class, but I think the, the actual person that's teaching or directing the class gets motivated also. So when we have something new or experience a trade show or anything that has inspired us during that presentation, there is that, that connection of, oh, I can't wait to tell the person or I can't wait to share an experience. So it's not just directed to a class, in my opinion, it's directed to everything we do in life, from presenting a class to being in a class, to experiencing a new treatment, to share before and after picture. Mm -hmm. It's just being part of a community. And that's where I think since COVID, we are coming back to that. I'm finding there's more people going to trade shows. Our classes are becoming full because people want to engage and talk. This year is going to be such a great year for us to kind of reconnect and keep each other motivated because we really needed it for the last two, three years. What's happened? We really need to have a great year this year. We're all looking forward to it. I love that connection. And our goal is to keep them always inspired. We have to keep them inspired, letting them know what's new, what's exciting, because that excites them. And when their clients walk into a room to a treatment, they feel their energy is a very positive and exciting energy, and they come back. Yeah, building those relationships, very, very important. I think you're right that this is going to be a big year of connection. I love the idea of just calling. I think that's a great idea, and especially because we're in a world of feels like everything's automated. So people really want to have that one-on-one -on -one call. So it's kind of nice to have that connection. It only will strengthen it. Wonderful advice, ladies. I think that's great. But we're going to get some more fantastic advice also coming up from Dr. Tina D. Lewis right after this word from Lyra Clinical. Lyra Clinical takes today's skincare to the next level. Using cutting-edge technology and the best high-quality ingredients, Lyra gives you brighter, healthier, younger-looking skin. With award-winning products, advanced education, and innovative skincare philosophies, Lyra Clinical is redefining aesthetics and offering superior products and treatments that produce remarkable results. It's beauty from the inside out. Be bright, be beautiful, Lyra Clinical. Really excited to welcome in Dr. Tina D. Lewis. She's an entrepreneur, certified professional speaker, and global ambassador, seven-time international best-selling author. She's the founder of the Six Figure Incubator, also received numerous prestigious awards. You've seen her also on magazine covers. She's been on mainstream outlets, media outlets like ABC, NBC, Entrepreneurs, and many, many more. She also recently launched a fitness brand that I'm super excited to hear about. But first, Tina... What haven't you done? What do you still want to do? Because I feel like you've accomplished so much. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. It's kind of ironic that we're talking about that right now. First of all, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. There is no place I'd rather be on this Thursday afternoon than here with the ladies of Lyra and you, Anna. You guys are absolutely amazing. The brand is explosive and they can't see me, but I'm telling you, it works. Talk about flawless. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I literally was just nominated and I really think that I'm too young for this award, but I am ecstatic to say the least. I was just nominated for a Lifetime Achievement Award and I was like, what me, little old me, but I am honored but humbled more than anything to know that, wow, like my life, it matters. Cause for me, 
Um, we all can do anything, Anna, literally to make money, right? And to be successful. But at some point in our lives, we have to get past that and start living a life of significance and contribution. And so that is my heart's desire. And so if there's anything that I want to do, I still want to travel the world. I believe that the world is totally my oyster. I know most people say that, but I am not a tree. I was not born to be still and stagnant in one place. So I want to go to, to Africa. I want to go to Kenya and Ghana. I want to go to Croatia. It's so gorgeous. And I definitely, you know, would love to go to Maldives as well as Bali, just Bora Bora. Like I could go on and on and on with the places that I would love to go to. So yes, I am just getting started. Even though I'm going to receive the award, I'm still just getting started, you guys. I, I don't care. Here's something I'm going to tell you, ladies um, and gentlemen, but mainly the ladies, because, you know, we, we're, we're, we're the best. <laughs> but okay. I want to tell the ladies that no matter how old you are, no matter your circumstances, no matter what society feels about you, your children, your husband, no matter what you feel about yourself, I'm going to say that it's never too late to change your trajectory. It's never too late to change that image. It is never too late to do the things that you want to do or be who you want it to be. It is never too late to dream again. It's never too late to jump off the cliff and grow your wings on the way down, period. Yeah period. End of story. <laughs> you are infectious. And I really would love for everyone to hear how we met because we met in a very unusual way. We had no idea who we were in the bathroom with when we met you. <laughs> I had no idea who I was in the bathroom with. Before I mean, it was started, three of them. But before we start, I just want to say that in life, you realize things come to you for a reason a situation that we didn't plan this. This was never planned. Great minds, great opportunities. You just have to be open. And what you said earlier is being open and having fun with life. Things come your way. Oh my gosh. I'm so blown away at the attraction. So here's the deal. Metaxia said that if you're open, it's attraction. Who you are and what you're looking for, it's totally looking for you. Be in the moment at all times. We're all so busy planning for the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, five years. I want us to slow down and take advantage of the absolute moment. And that's what happened, right? I was a guest speaker at an event and I was, I had to tinkle before I went on. I'm like, yeah, she met in the ladies room. I ran in to tinkle. I was in a rush. And so as I'm in the stall, yes, it's it's kind of private now, but we're all family here at Lyra. So I can share this. I'm in my stall and I just hear, I listen, without the visual, I hear these voices and one of them says, oh my gosh, look at this. Oh no, we have to do something about it. And I hear the door open to another stall. Someone comes out and like, oh my gosh, I will take care of it. It's nothing big. I will take care of it. And they're like, the woman that was speaking said, well, now- and the other lady said, I can't take care of it now, mom. I can't, I can't do it right now, but I have it up in the room. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. She's, you know, pulling her hair back, her face, and she's looking at the flawless skin. But there's this one little blemish. She's like, no, I need to take it off now. I need it done now. And then this other lady comes in and she's like throwing her hair back. And she's looking at her flawless skin and she's like, mom, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. You know? And then, so I come out and I look and there's this petite, powerful, elegant lady that's standing there. And I see these other two ladies that are standing aside of her. They're gorgeous. And so I'm looking like, wait a minute, who are they? One, calling mom. Two, 
who is the one complaining about the blemish? Because they looked absolute flawless to me. And it comes out to be that the mom was the one with the blemish saying, hey, get this off of me. I'm the queen. I'm the diva. Let's take care of this now because I will not walk around in public <laughs> with this flaw because I am absolutely flawless. And I just looked at her and I go, you know what? You're so amazing. And I could just feel her energy and her spirit. And I just started calling her queen because that's exactly who she is. And I love the fact that her daughters, right? Her daughters was there with her because there is nothing like a mother-daughter relationship. And I think that matriarchs need to be exalted, appreciated uh, for who they are, but most importantly, for what they do and what they have given us. And that first and foremost is life. And so I'm grateful to my mother. And whenever I see divas like these three, but I was really drawn into the real diva, the one who gave them birth, their mom. Like, I was like, that's your mom. She had her little purse and it was just so amazing. And so we attracted each other. And, you know, normally women will do that and say, hey, and they will just exit and leave by, no, right? No, we took our conversation from the mirror and the sink to the entryway to the bathroom, to the outside of the bathroom, to in the hallway. Like people were looking at us, we're acting like we're old family that we literally just was, were having a family reunion in the hallway, taking photos, exchanging numbers, and talking about all the things that we're going to do futuristically. And I believe that every woman, not some, but every woman should embrace the now. But most importantly, not just embrace themselves, but embrace other women. Because you are not alone. Whatever you're going through right now, whether it's a, a flaw on your face, you know, you need some skincare, you need some Lyra, you know, that could be it. Or maybe you're going through menopause, or maybe you just had a bad break, breakup or a bad divorce or your finances are not right. Whatever it is, I promise you there's a community of women like myself, like Metaxia, just like you know Anna, as well as Francine. There are a group of women that are standing behind you, here to support you, to encourage you to be that voice. This is a non-judgment, no judgment zone, ladies. I'm asking you to absolutely join women groups, but be who you want to attract. Be who you want to attract. And Anna, that's how we met, we met in the bathroom, right? I'm just hearing them while I'm in the stall, you know, handling my business. And when I came out, I was just blown away. I mean, to see those three. And I promise you, no matter what happens in our life, even if we go different paths and we never talk again, that moment is with me for the rest of my life. And I will always share it because it was genuine. It was authentic. And it was just serendipity. It it was not planned. It was not scheduled for me having to go at that very moment, just stopping everything when I should have held it and said, okay, I'm going to speak first. No, that very moment. And they're coming. I mean, it was totally planned. I call it divine appointment. I believe that I was supposed to meet these two ladies and this beautiful family. And I can tell you that they already have been a blessing to me. We felt it was it was shocking because all of a sudden we thought, oh my God, our mother's over there telling us about this pigment spot. And you're looking at us with a huge smile. And there was a sisterhood. I don't know if we looked at each other, we thought, oh my God, who is this person? You were proud of our mom. She wanted to be fixed. And we we're over here trying to cater to her. It was such a good kind of feeling. And then you asked us what nationality we were. 
And it, it is continued because you said you just went to Greece and we are Greek. Just, I felt like I knew you for years. I felt like, oh my God, this is a family member. And I don't know what it is, but the moment that we met you to the now talking to you on the phone, I just want more of, of Tina. And I remember your name and you said to me, it's Dr. Tina D for Diva Lewis. And I will never forget that because that is like a statement because it inspires anyone who listens to you to say, I want more. Well, when you said diva, that was the best part because you said in the restroom, diva. And, you know, first thing you think about when you say diva is like, oh, is that bad or is that good? You make it good. You make Mm -hmm. it like every woman should feel like a diva. And for when our mom said, fix it now, yes, she has a right to have it fixed now. Yes. We have a right to feel good. We should take care of ourselves. Yes, the world is ours. Take it every day. And you just exploded. That energy came out. We felt it. And I think at that point, that energy just, it's almost like we were together in many lives because we know each other from the heart, from everywhere. We just know each other very, very well. And you're right. When we started taking pictures, we felt like, oh, we're like cousins. Here we are. We're taking pictures of each other, sending it to the family. I think my husband came over a couple of times and asked, all right, where are you? And I go, here, here, take a picture, take a picture. I think I introduced you and I said, okay, honey, I'll see you in a few minutes. Bye. I echo the sentiments that Metaxia and Francine has shared because that's exactly how it was. Our spirits were connected. And for me, diva is not a bad word at all. Mm-hmm. I believe that most women, because we're everything to everyone else, and we put ourselves last. Like, I want women all over the globe to stop being leftovers. You hear me, ladies? Yeah. I want you to listen. Stop what you're doing, ladies. I want you to listen to me. Stop being leftovers. We give everything to our spouse, our children, our communities, our churches, our synagogues, to organizations, to sororities. We give everything to everyone else. And what do we have left? Leftovers. We have leftovers. We're so burnt out that we don't have the time to go get a massage. We're so burnt out after making everyone else a balanced, well, a well-balanced, healthy meal that we just grab something quick and go to sleep. Enough is enough. You don't have 30 minutes to go work out, to do yoga, to do Pilates, to exercise, to go for a freaking walk. Stop being leftovers. You are made for more. There's nothing wrong with saying that you're a diva because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are amazing. You birthed the world. You birthed life. And so I want you to make me a promise. No, don't make me a promise. You know why? Because I, Dr. Tina D. Lewis, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to put myself first because I know that I cannot pour from an empty cup. I know that if I am not whole, if I'm not well, that I am nothing to no one, even the people that I love. So don't make me the promise, but I want you to look in the mirror and promise yourself. Don't promise your kids. Don't promise your spouse. Promise you. Promise yourself that you would give yourself at least, you can start off small, 15 minutes a day, and then 30. Whatever it is, meditation. Whether it's listening to your favorite music and dancing all over the house. No matter what it is, if it's just having that vegan donut. (laughs) No matter what it is, ladies, I'm asking you to go all out massive action and please bet on you because you are not leftovers. You know, what's funny when she said something, my mother, she's older, 
and she was dressed very nice. We're going to a wedding, beautiful wedding. And all of a sudden, she noticed that blemish, at that pigment actually, it wasn't a blemish, a pigment spot. As we walked out, there was a camouflage that we could put so we could, you know, have it look really flawless, like you said. But you called her a queen. You acknowledged her. You made her feel so special. She was walking on air for the rest of the day. She talks about you. We told her we were going to have a podcast and she wasn't feeling good. We promised that we will get together with you because you gave her what you said. She wasn't a leftover. She was the queen. Mm -hmm. And she felt so inspired by just a few words and just acknowledgement. I think we are not acknowledged. You know, we just keep going and not realize our value to ourselves first, like you said, put two people around us. Yeah. And I think she started telling people at the wedding who she met, mm -hmm. what happened. And then she said she called me a queen and she felt good, but she suddenly started standing taller, feeling better about herself. And it really did show how do women help each other out to build on each other? Because we hear so many different stories. Women in business, not as many as, you know, and men, and we're struggling to make sure that we're out there. And we need to make sure that we get together and help each other. What's your advice on that? I believe we have to embrace women where we are, where they are, no matter where they are. I believe if we address people, not how they are right now, but who they have the potential to be, then they will step up to that. Oftentimes what happens is we address people how they are in their minds or in their worst point. A good example, I guess, would be if someone got pregnant, dropped out of school, you know, you're always calling them a teenage mom, a teenage mom, a teenage mom, a teenage mom, a teenage mom. So that becomes their story. If someone, you know, loves to have a drink here and there and you call them an alcoholic, 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 alcoholic. So whatever you call them, they put on that jacket. They put on that jacket and in their minds, that's what they're going to be. Children are the exactly the same. My little nephew, uh, and I, he's not my biological nephew, but I love to embrace children and people. And I call him Prince. And someone asked him, they said, so what's your name? And he said, Prince. And his mom was like, no, tell her your name. And he said, I'm Prince. I'm a Prince. And they're like, no, tell her your name. It's Anthony. And he's like, I'm Prince Anthony, because I told him that he was a prince. And so things like that, you guys, if we're going to talk anyway, if we're going to be around people anyway, we have to be an asset in their lives. And so I believe that if we talk to people according to their potential, according to who they have the potential to be, then they will own up to that. But what happens is we talk down to them so they stay there. It's not that we set our goals too high and miss. I mean, a hit is that we set our goals so low and hit that we're always operating under um, our potential. So I will always uplift, encourage, inspire anyone that I come across because my goal is to make sure that I leave people better when I left them than when I found them. So let me ask you, Tina, what is your story? You want everyone to find their own story, the right one, not stories that people put on them, but Absolutely. what's your story and what's inspired you? Okay, that's a great question. And I don't think... The listeners are ready for this question because I always say that they see our glory. They see my glory, but they don't know my story. My parents, I had everything. I was a princess. Like I believed I had everything. My mom, when I was in the fifth grade, she was in a severe car accident near fatal where she almost lost her life. She was hospitalized for three long months. So while other children were sitting around their tables at Thanksgiving with their family, 
or in December opening gifts with their family. We were at the hospital just praying that my mom would make it. Oh. Full body cast. I mean, it was devastating to say the least. And as a kid in the fifth grade, all I saw was death. She couldn't move. I couldn't see her face. You know, it was horrible, especially for a 10 year old. And so in January, they're like, hey, she may be able to come home. So I was praying like she would be able to come home. That would be my New Year's resolution, you know, that I would be the best kid because my mom is going to come home. But she didn't come home in January either. And so when my mom finally came home, her mouth was still wired shut. And so normally I would go to the kitchen to bring her water or to bring her a fruit or an ice cream. But I was bringing my mom's soup. And to see that, it was so devastating. And she was married at the time. And because of the accident, because of whatever adults do, she ended up getting divorced. And that's the worst thing to get divorced when you're in need yeah. of companionship, when you're in need of help. You know, a divorce by itself is insane, right? And when I say insane, I'm not judging anyone. I'm saying just mentally and emotionally. That was a lot. And so I made a decision because my life changed drastically after that. My mom, she didn't go back to work. She was the vice president of Prudential Insurance Company in Century City, and we had a, a good life. And so she didn't go back to work. She began to drink. And I was like, oh my gosh, she became like the women she told us to never be like. She began to smoke cigarettes. And then it, the cigarettes wasn't enough. She began to take pills and, and it just escalated. Anything you could think of, my mom did it. From a lady that was a queen, well, she's still a queen, but at the time was a queen, but not operating in her royalty, um, doing all the other things. It did something to me as a kid because our lifestyle, it totally plummeted downward. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. And so I made a decision at 10 years old that no matter what happens to my mom, no matter what happens around me, that I would never, ever succumb to it. One, I would never be poor. I said that when I was 10 years old, I would never be poor. Two, I said I would never live in areas that I don't want to live, that I'm going to be able to dictate my zip code. The third thing is, you know, the world is mine no matter what. And I really embrace that saying that if it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to be, it's up to me. And just, you know, that the car accident was, it happened to my mom, but it, it impacted me. And so I share that story for three reasons. One is because I love authenticity and transparency. I've lived in the projects. Yes, I've lived in the projects where I used to water dirt because I was accustomed to watering grass, but it was no grass. Nothing around there was fertile. It wasn't arable. It wouldn't grow anything. And so I used to water the dirt. You know, the other kids around there would laugh, but that's all I do. <laughs> I was watering dirt. I'm sharing that to say that sometimes there's things around you that won't grow. There's things around you that will not change no matter what the season is. It won't change. And so it's up to you because you're not a tree. I want you to be the type of plant, the type of tree that grows wherever it's planted. I want you to be the type of tree that grows wherever it's planted, but I also want you to be, because I will grow in a desert, <laughs> right? I am going to be that succulent tree. You know, I'm not going to be a cactus because I don't want the, the spike leaves, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to grow wherever I'm planted. And so at 10, I made that decision. I want you to realize in back of every woman, there's history. There's something that happened 
either traumatically or drastically in their life that caused them to make a decision, whether it was getting pregnant and then getting married for the sake of their kid, whether it's being a part of a divorced family that caused them to stay in marriages that no longer serve them. There's something in each and every one of us that, that it may not be as drastic, but it's something that caused you to change your way of thinking. It's something that caused you to take responsibility for your own life. It's the decisions that we make. No matter where we are in our lives, it's all a compilation of the decisions that we made. And I made a lot of bad decisions. I mean, I, I didn't know because I didn't have the examples that I needed because of life circumstances. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I found those examples. I attracted them into my life. Eventually, you know, my, my mom began to heal because that was devastating for her. They had to take a bone out of her hip and put it in her jaw. And so she had a scar on her face from her the top of her earlobe all the way into her jaw. And that was devastating for her because she is a beautiful woman. And so dealing with that was a lot for her. She lost not just time in the hospital, but she lost her self-esteem. She lost who she was. She lost a lot of things. I want ladies everywhere that's listening. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, I want you to remember this. It's really not what happens to us. It's our reaction to it. And yes, that was devastating. Yes, everything that she did, the alcohol, the pills, she was hurting. She was hurting. And she didn't have any help. And that's why having a community of women that supports you no matter what is integral, is extremely important to your well-being. I want women to stop having that philosophy of I don't need anyone. I can do it all by myself because here's my saying. It's called Nodia, N-O-D-I-A. No one does it alone. That's no right. No one does it alone. Nobody does. And the best healers are in the world are the ones that have had pain because they understand it, they know it, and they know there's a way out of it. And the fact that you're able to show that and guide people to it is huge for us because people need to hear this. People need to understand there is something better. And first you have to put your mind in that area and then push forward. Did you have a mentor? What was that anchor or that thing that put you together this way? Because obviously you were your mother's anchor. She saw something in you. Is it beneficial for us as women to have a mentor? What is your suggestion on a mentor in your life? That's a great question because sometimes, I mean, mentors, first of all, let me say that mentors are, I believe, heaven sent. I believe that for some of us, they were our angels. So if you don't have a mentor, I don't want you to go just and get one. What I want you to do is research the people who have what you want, the people that just align with who you are, your core values, because it's not about the money. You need to have a mentor in every aspect of your life, right? So I have a personal trainer, I have a business coach. You have to have people in every aspect of your life. I mean, I can't remember if I had a mentor growing up, but I will say sadly is that I had examples of what I didn't want to be like. Wow. So sometimes it's those life experiences, it's those circumstances that propel you to be something different. When you know that there's something better, that there's something bigger, that there's something greater, I believe that innately we all desire the same things, no matter what culture, race, you know, ethnicity, religion. I believe that there's something innately inside of all of us that says this is not right. We have a moral thermometer, a moral compass that just pops out. Literally, I don't think anyone taught someone not to murder someone, right? But we know that it's wrong or not to lie or steal or whatever. This is a moral compass. And so 
for me, I don't think I had that, even though I had an uncle that I remember who was amazing. He was a genius. He graduated from Caltech and he was a scientist. He wanted me to be an engineer. He always made me play tennis, get up at five o'clock in the morning. I did enjoy that, <laughs> but he wanted to instill discipline and culture and different things into my life. And, you know, I was young. I, didn't, I was like, I'm not getting up. I'm not playing. He was like, you're so good. I don't want to play. I'm not going to do it. So two things. One is if you don't have a mentor and you have no access to any at the moment, I want you to think of the worst situation in your life or the person that you just loathe and you never, ever, ever want to be like, use that as your catalyst. But if you're listening to this, I'm sure that you have access to a mentor. And it's not always about people who pay. There are some people that will see something in you. I always used to tell my clients that if you don't believe in yourself, borrow my belief. Because if I can do it, I know you can. You may not believe in yourself right now because of whatever life circumstances, right? We all, life has kicked all of our butts at one point or another. And so I want you to borrow our belief. Metaxia believes in you. Anna believes in you. Francine believes in you. I believe in you. So borrow our belief in you. And we know that you can do it. You can be, do, and have anything that you desire. There's always a way to get it. And so mentors are, I would say, the crux of anyone's success. I've had some amazing mentors that I have no idea how, how I attracted or got access to them. Like Richard Branson, I've been a Necker Island. Oh my God. <laughs> like how, how would that happen? The key is you made it happen. And that energy that you're letting people understand that there is something special in everyone. Yes. And you are the one that sees it. Like when you spoke with us and you spoke with our mother, what you did is you made us feel like it was good. I mean, you made us feel better. You made her feel better. And right now, even that energy is contagious um, and you do make it just very positive. And you're telling people how we have to stay in that positive lane because, you know, yes, there's going to be negative, but you could overcome it. And when you speak, that's what I hear. When we sell skincare, it's not, you know, you need it because there's something wrong with you. You need it because it's already there. And you are there and you are already beautiful. All we're doing is just showing you what it is. So when we do this, I hear you. And our goal is to always hope to always give that positive energy anywhere we go. Wow. Who else have you met, Tina? Who else have you met? Donald Trump and Oprah Winfrey, Mark Cuban. And the stories are just amazing. I live in Marina Del Rey. Mark Cuban was actually at the Ritz Carlton in Marina Del Rey. My friends and I were having brunch, you know, girls brunch. And it was this group of people that were blocking the, the walkway, right? The pathway. I'm like, I got to go to the ladies room, you know, me in the bathroom. That's how <laughs> I'm going to right? Francine, I'm attacking <laughs> That's you. right. That's right. And so he's like, oh, you want to take a picture with me? And I looked at him. I was like, no. And I just walked to the bathroom and this lady comes running behind me. Oh my gosh. Do you know who that is? I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to the restroom. She's like, no, do you know who that is? So she comes to the bed. She's like, that's Mark Cuban. I'm tinkling. She's talking to me. I'm like, lady, who is that? <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh, do you watch Shark Tank? And I'm like, no, not really. She's like, what? 
that is Mark Cuban. And I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, Mark Cuban is Shark Tank. I'm like Dallas Mavericks. And, you know, so then it started coming to me. So I'm walking back. She's told me her story. You know, I'm walking back and he goes, you come back to take a picture with me, huh? I go, no, but you want to take a picture with me, obviously. It, you know, he's talking to all these people. So we take a photo. And he's like, if you're ever in Dallas, you know, look me up, et cetera. So it was just, it was just awesome. And I just love the fact that, you know, my path, has crossed so many amazing people. And I want to share something with the audience. Ladies, I want you to put yourself in places where you think you don't belong. I'm going to say that again. Put yourself in places where you think you don't belong or you can't afford. Because the Ritz-Carlton, yes, the brunch is expensive, but I have to eat anyway. Why not eat at the Ritz-Carlton looking at the water and have amazing ambiance. Instead of grabbing that fast burger, eating in my car, no, I'm going to go and have brunch. I deserve it. Treat yourself. Stop giving yourself the leftovers. I would have never met Mark Cuban if I was not at the Ritz Carlton for brunch. Not to stay, just to stay and not enjoy the ambiance or the atmosphere. Put yourself in places where you feel uncomfortable, right? Sitting there having brunch, you know, everyone was, you know, older, hanging out, you know, they're at brunch. But I said, you know what? I don't have to stay there to have brunch there. You don't have to stay at a hotel to go and enjoy their menu or have their drink or their, if you, instead of going to a lounge for happy hour where everyone there is there just to have a drink, go to a five, six star hotel and go have happy hour there. Why? The drinks may cost a little more, but the conversations will be different and you will never, never know who you're sitting next to. Be who you need to be. I love that because you know what? Don't wait for it be that person now. And I love that advice. I think it's so very, very important. Yeah, I think it's also great. The idea of also being very positive and putting that positive energy out into the world and positive will come back to you. And I think that's something a lot of women need to do, especially so we can elevate women in the in the business industry. You know, there's so many women who compete with one another rather than collaborate. And I think we Ooh. put that positive energy. It's so important. What do you think about that? Hey, I agree with you. I echo the saying, I always say girls compete, women collaborate. Girls compete, women collaborate. Everything that's something is literally a collaboration. When you think about Apple, it's a collaboration, right? We all know Steve Jobs. Apple was unbelievable. He even got fired from his own company. But look at it today. Think about Facebook. When Mark Zuckerberg said, I'm going to start Facebook, he didn't go do it by himself. No, no one does it alone. He called a little meeting in his dorm room and said, hey, all my friends, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a social network called Facebook. People are going to recognize you by your face and you're going to be able to connect with people all over the world. That's my ideal. How hot is that? People went like, man, you're crazy. Got up and they walked out. Some people said, it sounds good, but I'm not in. And there were a couple, three that said, you know what? You know what? It, it sounds crazy. I don't know how you're going to do it, man, but I'm in. And so the people who walked away, I promise you, they are shooting themselves in the foot now. Okay. They're hating themselves. Why? They walked away from a billion dollar idea at the time that came that into fruition. That's a billion dollar company, not just a billion, billions, billions with an S for the rest of their lives. That's generational wealth that they walked away from because it sounded like hard work and it didn't make sense to them and it was an idea. So we're talking about collaboration and Facebook 
Google, WhatsApp, all of those, YouTube, they're collaborations. And so we are no different. You may say you have a small business now, but I want you to speak big into your business. Instead of saying, I want to have a business where I make you know, $2,000 a month, start saying, I'm going to have a business where I make $200,000 a month. Yeah, I know because school has taught us that you only can have a six-figure income in an annual basis. But I'm here to tell you and live in proof that you could totally have a six-figure month. You can have a five-figure month. I'll make 30,000 a year. I'll make 50,000. I'll make 80,000. You can make that in a month, literally. I mean, it's it's legit. You know, it's all about, you know, positioning, being uncomfortable and putting yourself in places that you normally wouldn't see yourself. Well, one of the things you're doing right now, which I love, is to remind people you have the power. And I love that because people forget because we get drowned in all of, like you said, the bills, the daily routine, all the responsibilities you have. I would love for you to say three steps to begin the journey of believing in yourself. Like you said, a young mom who's trying to work, go to school, trying to get a better life for herself, but can't see because she's tired and she can't see there is a future for her. I would love for you to just give her three steps. So for me, if I had to give three steps, because I like to follow instructions, <laughs> okay. um, I believe that I'm going to give three, but I want you to ladies that are listening to know that they don't have to come in any order because it won't, what allowed me to believe in myself is not going to be the same thing that allows you to have that same belief. And as I shared before, borrow Metaxia's, Francine and Anna's and my borrow our belief in you because we believe in you. We are living proof that you can be anything you want to be, that you're going to make it through no matter what you're going through right now. You can stop at any moment and say, this is not how my story is going to end. This is not how the story is going to end. You are the architect. You're the author. You're writing your book. You don't like the chapter, write another one. You don't like the book, toss it and start a new one, right? And so if I had to give three ways of how to start believing in yourself, number one is, I would say, imagination. I water dirt, you guys. In my mind, I was watering grass, but people saw dirt. I, I saw grass. I watered it just like it was pretty blades of green, tall blades of grass. That's what I watered. Or I was watering the mud, but underneath it, I believed that there were seeds that something was going to grow. So number one is imagination. Imagination is really huge because I'm going to tell you, have you guys ever heard of a guy by the name of Walt Disney at all? What about <laughs> a little familiar. Yeah, that Mickey before. Mouse, <laughs> by any chance, have you heard of Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Well, who would have thought a humongous dream park would have been built on Swampland? It was Swampland. That's what other people yeah. saw. But Walt Disney saw an amusement park. He saw an empire. When I see, you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie, I see a little rat. <laughs> Who would have thought that a rat, a mouse, would end up being an icon and bringing in billions of dollars on an annual basis? It's about imagination. So that's number one. That's what allow you to believe in yourself. And when you start doubting yourself, please look at Minnie and Mickey Mouse. They are rats, but they are making <laughs> a billion dollars a year. <laughs> it would be I is for imagination. After you're imagined, I think you have to be you have to execute. A lot of people, we have a lot of ideals. We have a lot of plans. We have a lot of dreams. We write things down. We have things to do list and all of that, but it doesn't get done. We don't execute. And I had a mentor that once told me that the difference between someone who earns, I would say seven to eight figures and someone who doesn't, it's not talent. It's not genius. It's simply execution. The person who wakes up at four or 5 a.m. is going to outperform and outwork a person who wakes up at nine. 
a person who spends more time at happy hours and movies and Netflix instead of reading or conferences or summits, they're not going to make as much income. And I keep saying income, but I want you to realize that there's another eye attached to that. The income just allows you to have impact. The income allows you to have impact. You can't give what you don't have. You can't teach what you don't know. And you can't lead where you've never been. One was imagination. Number two was execution. And thirdly, I am going to have to say service. For me, when I'm feeling down and I'm not feeling like myself, I can put on makeup. I can change my hair color. I can change my hairstyle, put it in a place. I can do anything you know, that I want, but that doesn't help. I can go shopping and have retail therapy. It will make me feel good momentarily because when I get home, I realize the damage that I've done on my credit card. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not authentic. But what I found, ladies and gentlemen, is that when you don't believe in yourself and you lend your gifts, your talents, your time, your resources to other people, it is the most rewarding thing. I remember one time, and I'm going to share this with you guys. And I'm going to turn it back over to the ladies, but I was having a bad financial time and my daughter, I was still like buying her little furniture, buying her this and buying her that. And she was like, mom, don't buy me anything. Please just focus on yourself. You need money right now. And I said, I do. You're right. But the amount of money I need is buying, you know, you little things and taking care of you is what I enjoy. It makes me happy. I'm your mother. It's an innate desire to do for you. Not having money and still volunteering for causes that are dear to my heart makes me feel good. It gives, it makes me feel bigger, better, higher, worthy. You fill in the blank. So I think you have to be of service. You have to be of service. It goes back to being uh, living a life of significance and contribution over a life of success and making money. Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, it's such a rewarding feeling. And until you totally humble yourself and serve at your greatest capacity, even when you're in need, then you would get it. So my top three will be imagination, execution, and service. I wrote it down. I do too. Yeah. I have it already. I'm going to put it up on my wall just so I have it ready and look at it every day and just say, yep, that's it. The IES. I love that. Chills. I got chills, guys. I got chills because think what she says. Think what it is. Your imagination is yours. The like you said to 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 do something to start something is your control, but also to service is in your control. All of it is your control. So Tina, real quick, you have so much on your plate. You have done so much, but tell us about your books and also any other projects like you have. What's called Hottie Body? Tell us about it. Yes, Hottie Body, where everybody is a hottie. H o t t i underscore b o d i. It's, it's literally like a movement, right? Because we created a culture and a community and our motto is hottie body where everybody is a hottie and we have size zero to five X. It's pretty explosive. Women all over the globe from ages, you know, 16 to literally 72 are, as they say, vibing with us or are attracted to us. Um, my oldest model is 72 years old. Um, my models are actually the customers. So it doesn't matter who you are, your height, your weight. Ladies, our community just simply 
promotes self-esteem and body positivity, sisterhood, because you are not your dress size. I don't even know why they put numbers on a dress. You're not a number on a scale. You are your best you. We love you just the way you are, just the way you are. I believe, and this is only my humble opinion, I used to see patients at a clinic, a weight loss clinic called Endura Weight Loss Clinic. And the reality is, is that until you embrace who you are and where you are, you can't have that transformation. That's what I've seen. That's what I believe. So many people are not embracing who they are and where they are right now that they're focused on. If you can't embrace yourself at an eight, how can you see yourself at a four? You won't be able to embrace that either. You will be unhappy. If you can't embrace yourself at a 24 or an extra large, you're not going to be able to see yourself at a small. You will not be happy. You have to celebrate your life in phases because that's life. That's real life. And so Hadi Body is my baby. It's a global movement. We have women all over the globe there. Women are under-celebrated and I choose to not be part of that problem and be a part of the solution. I'm going to say celebrate women for everything, simply for having two X chromosomes. Men <laughs> only have one X. We have two. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Gina. You're awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much. You are absolutely wonderful. And we are exes. Yes, we are exes. And so if you guys want to reach out to me, you can find me on all social media platforms at Tina D. Lewis, T-I-N-A-D-L-E-W-I-S, Tina D. Lewis on all platforms. And I want to give you a marketing tip. Be consistent. You can't be Lisa Smith, Lisa Sanchez on Facebook and then go on Instagram and be you know, pretty eyes. You want to keep your marketing and your message congruent. It has to be the same. People need to find you, right? So if you can keep it congruent. And so you can find me on all things. I mean, from LinkedIn to TikTok to YouTube, everything is just Tina D. Lewis. You can reach me also. I'm at our office at 310-496-5875. 310-496-5875. And you can also send us an email. And since we're talking about Hottie Body, for those of you who are interested in being an influencer or a model, or just because you love the brand and you want to support it because a portion of the proceeds goes to a nonprofit that I founded called Her Business Matters, where we teach young girls ages nine to 19, how to master self. And when I say master self, it's an acronym for self-esteem and body positivity, entrepreneurship, leadership, and financial literacy. And what we're doing with these young girls are absolutely amazing. They are having their businesses. We are decreasing I would say teenage pregnancy because you guys know that's my that's my passion. I was a teenage mom and I don't know how I made it, but instead of my baby, my precious daughter being a hindrance, she was a catalyst. She was the reason why I had to succeed. We improve grades. We take that negative energy of not knowing if you're going to, you know, grow your boobs early or later, trying to fit in, you know, gangs or the, just the wrong crowds, you know. So we, we're doing some amazing things there when her business matters. So I could go on and on because... It's not that I'm all of that, you guys, and I don't want you to feel that at all. What I want you to take from this is that while she's living her life, because don't just exist, I want you to live your life. And living means doing, it's activity, it's execution, it's imagination, it's service, it's the things that we talked about. So live your life, go and do something, find something that you're passionate about. And I'm not saying do that passionate thing for money because oftentimes the things we're passionate about doesn't make us money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Artists, acting, you know, all of the things that we have puzzles, you know, other things that we enjoy doing, but find something that you're passionate about or that you're committed to doing and say no to everything. That's not that. 
be laser focused. So laser focused, have that bulldog tenacity that your life will be talked about long after you're gone because you're going to make that kind of impact. I'm not saying you have to be Mother Teresa or um, any of the great people that has transitioned, but I am saying that you too can make an impact, whether it's in your community, your church, whether it's just in your family, you matter. You matter. Stop being a leftover. My name is Dr. Tina D. Lewis. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Back over to you, Anna. You are amazing. Dr. Tina D. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us. You are an inspiration. I feel like I'm going to take on the world right now. So thank you so much for everything. Greece. Wait, oh, I, have yeah. to, I cannot leave without talking about Greece. <laughs> you guys, right. I cannot leave. I will not do it. So Tina D. Lewis is back. <laughs> back Greece was absolutely unbelievable. I could have gone to Paris to London, but I chose to go to Greece because Greece is beautiful. The culture and the people, OMG. I mean, I'm, I came back saying that I'm mixed. I'm, I'm mixed, I'm, I have, I'm Greek. I just want you guys to know, I'm Greek. Yeah. We yeah. know that. We, we figured dad that is out Greek. right away. Yes, yeah. I am Greek. And so here's the deal. I went island hopping, Mykonos, Santorini, and Athens. And because I wanted to see the real culture, I didn't stay with groups or things like that. I just ventured off. Everyone's like, no, 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 you can't do that. I'm like, why? They're like, no, you know, they, they know you're American. Something may happen. I'm like, listen, keep, don't cancel, cancel. Don't put that over my life where I'm going. I'm going to attract people that want to help me, that wants me to make partnerships. We're going to make friends. And I went and I had a friend that had been there before and she went to a restaurant. She made friends with the owners. And so I went to that same restaurant. It was in the hood, in the little neighborhood. I went, I had a blast and everyone was asking where I was. I told them they all came and she was so grateful. And I told her every time I come or people are going, I'm going to send them to her restaurant. Family owned, great, authentic food. So yes, I went island hopping. I had a blast. I did a Facebook live at the top of the Acropolis. Wow, like, nice. beautiful. They were like, Everyone was like, oh my gosh, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, why? And people from all over the world started jumping into my live. They started <laughs> jumping into my live. They were like, hi. I'm like, where are you from? And they were talking in their different languages. It was so beautiful. So beautiful. And I still have that live on my Facebook page to this day. Everyone talks about it. I have over a thousand likes and comments and over a thousand views. People loved it. They were just enthralled with the fact that someone would be as bold as I was to do a, a Facebook live, right? At the and top and of the yes. You're a Greek goddess. That's yes. the We're going to wind up going together. You're going to mm -hmm. see Fran. Oh, we, can we, can we please, for Global Women Speakers, I also yes. have an organization okay. yes. called Global Women Speakers, and we speak all over the globe at different places. Yes, we have to go to Greece together because these two are Greek goddesses. They know everybody. I'm telling you, when you meet somebody that's Greek. I want you to just tell them that you love them, that you love their culture, their food, and make it your business. Remember, we're not trees. Make it your business to travel <laughs> to trees. That should be on not your bucket list, but your live list. I want you to go when you have quality of life so you can live, not your bucket list. I don't want to be something you do before you transition. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Change that. Change that vernacular. It's your live list. You want to do it while you're alive, alert, and living. That's when you want to go to the places. You don't want it to be your bucket list, the last thing <laughs> you do before you die why no you may want to go again and if it's on your bucket list and you go once and then you kick the bucket you can't go again it has to be your live list absolutely <laughs> right, and we're gonna do an event there we'll have to do an event there and i think it would be great right near the acropolis yep that temple is from athena she's the goddess of wisdom and war so she's yep. the one 
She's a tough one. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Tina D. Lewis. We love you. Thank you very, very much. A fantastic show. Oh my gosh. I'm so inspired. How about you both? Oh, yes. Thank you so much, Tina. We love you and we'll be in touch soon. Okay, Tina. Thank you. Our Greek sister. Love you. Our Greek sister from another mister. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> A big thank you again to Dr. Tina D. Lewis. I love how she says her name. It's so great. It's so fun. But a couple things that stuck out to me in her interview, there's a few things that she said. One, I absolutely love the phrase, girls compete, women collaborate. Yeah, so she strong. nailed that, friend. That hit a, a high note. And that's nice because we are women-owned business. There's yeah. four women in this business. And when we collaborate, we can come up with some good items. It only strengthens us. I think as as women, especially because, you know, it feels like women businesses have to push harder because you have to compete even more. So if we work together, we could build ourselves up as a whole community, also, especially in the skincare industry. The other thing I love that she talked about, the uh, three ways to believing in yourself, the three steps that she had was imagine, execute and service. So when you think of those things, how do you use the IES in your everyday life? For me, imagine delivering something better than what's out there. And it's imagining something that we could do better in the skincare industry, mm -hmm. having the, the best line possible. With me, imagine you have to wake up every day seeing something better, seeing it in front of you and knowing it is there and you can do it. Executing means that you'd make a step, you do something every day. And then of course, service, don't forget to be kind and give back. I think when she brought that up, it was very, very true because the truth of the matter is we always feel better when we give back. Mm -hmm. Executing for me means delivering something that's tangible. And then when I execute, that means I can deliver something different. So there is a process of actually imagining it, but then actually delivering something that it's tangible that they could touch and giving back when you're successful, whatever you do in life, if you always give back, it's a reward that is really the way we should all work, all work to get something better and give back that circle continues. Yeah. Just like you, you know, Lyra Clinical has given back also with the adopt a heos tree. I mean, you give back by doing that. You're not just taking from the earth, you are giving back so that it's that full circle that you're talking about. And even as she said, you know, we could all be successful, but even at our toughest times, we're kind of at our lowest point. Sometimes just giving back helps re-motivate you and get you motivated to getting back onto your feet as well. So it's something that can benefit you when you're up and also when you're down. So it's it's some really great advice. I thank both of you also for another fantastic show. Thank you again for Dr. Tina D. Lewis for joining us today. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Skin Depth Convo. You can listen to past episodes. We'll also let you know when the next episode drops when you subscribe. So make sure you get on there. And also make sure to follow all of Lyra Clinical's social media channels. Just go to at Lyra Clinical. And again, if you have any questions, email us at skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. That's skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. And could I add something or tell me it motivates. And I have to say, you know, these podcasts, it's really hard sometimes when you're busy, but you motivate us to deliver a message. I think that's important because to stop and, and do a podcast, there's a lot of work to it. And you, Anna, have really been instrumental as far as motivating us to give a message. And that's important because without you being part of this team and you know and understanding how everybody's busy, but when you take that time and you make it so easy for us, you motivate us to deliver these podcasts 
And I think that's really important to share because it is a lot of work. Thank you. I just want to say that and it's important because we're saying everybody else, but we're not talking about you. And if this wouldn't happen without you. So I, I just want to say that. And I'd like to add to that. I think you make a huge difference. I think you are the motivator for this podcast. And I want to thank you for putting us in line and making sure to show us how to do this podcast, how to keep us going on this podcast, and to help us shine with your professionalism. Oh, thank you. I have a great message to tell because I've got two incredible women who have incredible messages to send to the world. It's only so good because you two have put so much into this. And I think we have a lot of heart because we work well together. I'll be honest. So. Oh, we do. Thank you again, Anna. Thank you so much. It means a lot to all of us. Thanks all. I appreciate that. I love you Thank both. You. Thank you. That will do it for us today. For all of us at Skin Depth Convo, I'm Anna Kagaragis and we'll talk soon.